listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Shimmy, shimmy, yah, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yay. Give me the mic so I can take it away. Off on a natural charge, bon voyage. Yeah, from the home of the Dodge, the Brooklyn squad. Root tank killer bees on the swarm. Rain on your tuller ass disco dawn. For you to even touch my scale. You gotta be the one killer bee and he ain't gonna kill now. Pass that down. Who's, what? This is not, these lyrics are not right. Uh, chop that down. Pass it all around. <laughs> I don't know. Let's break out on this. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tour <laughs> podcast with the host Rod and so a white person clearly translated these right lyrics. i'm looking like mm, that don't sound like that was translated right and just the part y'all heard was me fixing the lyrics back to what it was supposed to be <laughs> so it was just i don't know what what this means um but what they translate and they translate like google rain on your dollars ass disco dawn i always thought it was rain on your colored ass disco dawn for you to even touch my scale i thought it was style they put skill you gotta hey, get the one translate like google talk they was like this is what we think it is you, sh- you ain't got no asterisks or stars or blank lines yeah yeah then he put my producer slam flowers like bam that is not in the right place <laughs> and then and then the end when it's supposed to be like my producer slam flowers like bam they put my producer slam sharp like bam jump on stage and then i done done oh god damn <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for the shit show this y'all walked into <laughs> anyway it's the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes or stitcher just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews if you uh, are inclined to do so we'll read them on the show as long as they're uh nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and uh of course we have to make sure to shout out some people uh up front i forgot to do this uh a couple weeks ago but um karen received uh some cut received some cut resistant gloves for the kitchen yes we have an amazon wish list you know christmas time is coming and stuff people be like i want to get y'all something but you know i don't want to just donate to the show or what i want to do something special so people go on the list sometimes and they pick out different stuff some of the stuff is more like serious shit we need like oh we need printer paper we need toner and ink and shit and then some of the stuff is like you know like we cook with blue apron and karen likes to cut resistant gloves because she chops everything up all the time Mm -hmm. um and some of it is like uh the the dawn of justice blu-ray extended edition because i'll never pay for it uh but (laughs) but if somebody wants to pay for it i'll watch it um but uh yeah so this one is from at outstanding wc who says hey at rodimus prime at say that again enjoy your belated b-day gift from uh pm aka outstanding wc on twitter thank you thank you baby so now when i'm grating the hell out of that cheese i don't have to stop halfway and manually cut it now i can grade that shit all the way to the bottom yes <laughs> yeah she was that's the purpose of the gloves yeah that's what she had been telling me about she was like yeah this is terrible i don't like this because i'm grading that cheese yeah. you can only get so close and after a while you tear your hands up so now yes i get now i get all the cheese grated i don't know why they hadn't invented something before that that just grates the cheese all the way to the bottom come on you know i mean white people get on this this is your area of expertise right. with this cheese stuff Into this you know we we know how y'all operate okay um i mean you created fun do you mean tell me y'all haven't figured out a way to shred all the cheese all right i mean it's no it's no excuse guys all right 
uh of course we also have uh people who did take the time out and they donated to the podcast and we like to shout those people out because uh you know they hooked us up um you can do this by going to the blackouttest.com look on the right hand side there's a like hey drop a little something off for the show on the right and you can click on that and you can choose recurring you can choose to do it one time we don't shout out how much it is it doesn't matter to us um but you will get your shout out if you donate that way um and if you're premium we don't shout out that because too many of y'all and y'all do get something for y'all premium money y'all get a podcast and premium podcast and all that stuff but people that just want to put something on and get a shout out hey you're welcome to do so the blackoutist.com uh play a select choir atlanta karen all the way from atlanta georgia <laughs> we give a shout out to some donators our girl uh shirley huang esquire please say the esquire hey baby uh kelly c recurring donator hey kelly jane is a recurring donator thank you jane we appreciate you wonga recurring donator from australia yeah you you was a far off i'm i'm glad that uh you send you still sending us your money mate and he met jose uh i saw a picture of them on uh yeah small world man right now one thing i can't say about wanga that is a traveling ass man every time i look up here i look who else i done met right well he's from australia everything is less dangerous from that you know (laughs) he was like it's fucked up in america but it's it can't be as bad as killer kangaroos tanya asked for current donator thank you tanya uh rosalie v recurring donator thank you rosalie uh dana w recurring donator uh deborah w recurring donator she's a brand new recurring donator thank you deborah hey baby join the new members class mm-hmm. we'll see you on wednesday tabitha m recurring donator thank you tabitha thank you Corey deticula recurring donator even after all this time thank you baby <laughs> i know right he, de- he dedicated conrad l recurring donator of course the official first recurring donator of the show mm-hmm. so for all the new members uh y'all see him standing up in the back room y'all gotta meet and don't forget to pay your dues i know some of y'all you know haven't been paying your dues he'll handle all that we got a uh one-time donation that came with a note terrell j says hi my name is terrell not hating ass terrell jones and well that's what he would say right anyway <laughs> and just want to tell you how much i enjoy the show i've been a listener for the last three years a part of the blackout to facebook group since the beginning this is my first but not last donation thank you man oh thank you baby appreciate you terrell mm-hmm. brina h recurring donator thank you brina uh christopher uh from hawaii recurring donator thanks chris professor lch hit us with the one-time donation she says professor lch here though i haven't been able to keep and roll up in the blackout tips lately know that i am and remain thankful for you here's a little something something from me to you hopefully uh hoping that you have a great holiday rod and karen thank you fresh lch mm-hmm. thank you all so well teaching somewhere yeah, it's the teaching the babies mm-hmm. one baby at a time i'm glad so they won't be so dumb baby teach them history somebody gotta learn josh george washington carver invented the peanut come on play me out that was everybody <laughs>
i don't know where donald glover is going with this next album but, but from the first two songs like it's gonna be flames shit it's about to be something i'm totally not even prepared to, d- to hear no and, and i put like this <clears throat> this is not the same but it's kind of the same you because people that are big outcast fans not nay ray single one ray fucking album sounds the same everyone is you listen the first time you listen to it you're like what the fuck is this i can't i can't say this for anybody else but every time i got new outcast i was like what is this then i'd be like oh this is flames and i'd be like oh this is real flames then you know it's it, it's almost like it, i have to hit you in waves so whatever y'all think y'all know about donna glover it's gonna be one of these things where the album's gonna be completely different because like you say from the two songs i've heard yeah it's gonna be flames. i mean he's not even rapping on these songs I, I don't even care and that last joint i mean it sounds like some inspired from like prince type parliament type shit like just some some complete other shit man it's just, i mean you know I, i'm all for the uh experimentation and then right. that me and your mama song uh that shit goes um let me get to the to the part where he starts singing because it goes like a minute before the beat even drops six minute song when i saw the lift i was like six minutes yeah but that that uh when the beat flipped and i thought it was gonna like oh then he gonna start bars on here and start rapping nope he like y'all ain't ready
like i said i have no idea where he's going with it it's just nope I, I'm, I'm, I'm just so fucking excited <laughs> i've been ex- every time they be like he releasing a new album i always get excited so i'll i always i haven't really heard his like mixtape stuff yeah uh but his album albums i'm here for all of them oh anyway uh all right so uh of course we have uh five star reviews to read uh we got a few on uh itunes and one on stitcher um afro patterson says the first and best podcast i've ever listened to five stars oh well first of all thank you thank you and i hope you've listened to more than one Mm-hmm. and then you said like okay it's the best you know what i mean uh, uh after seeing rod's tweets about game of thrones for several weeks i decided to listen to the podcast when the season ended i longed for more and started listening to regular shows i suddenly found myself listening every day because during my lunch break after the election results i realized i desperately needed to advise the advice of my good friends rod and karen the blackout tips podcast makes me laugh and cry and that's why i decided to become a premium subscriber today oh, oh thank, thank you. you baby appreciate your afro patterson mm-hmm uh poo poo in my pants says five star second five star review i didn't know if i could replace my old review with a new one i guess i'll find out next saturday well you can apparently smart and insightful five stars this is from sounds like oh eight who says smart and insightful definitely one of the best podcasts around the blackout tips really helped me process this election keep it up y'all oh thank you thank you glad to be of use you know it's like my brother said man if you not useful you useless mm-hmm. uh so i'm glad people find the uses for us uh five stars from Ma- mom's drag with swag who uh left this on stitcher a negro spiritual in trump's america <laughs> that is what our podcast feels like uh completely side note i was playing basketball this morning mm-hmm. and uh every time i block somebody shot or stopped them from scoring if they was black i'd be like it's trump's america now boy uh ah! which is uh surprisingly fun and uh cathartic and uh we won a lot of games so <laughs> it's like people was laughing but the best part was like black people was laughing but white people was a little bit uncomfortable in there <laughs> <laughs> black people died laughing at you. some of them might have been some of them might have voted for them i don't know they felt a little bit they felt some kind of way about me bringing it up <laughs> I was like, not in my house, not in Trump's America. They was like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) It was so fun. Anyway, you gotta have fun, guys. You're gonna be out here playing basketball. You might as well have some fun. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, uh, Miles Drags with Swag says, finally I figured out how to rate y'all on Stitch. I still haven't figured out how to rate you guys on iTunes on my iPad yet, but I will continue working on it. Rod and Karen, I do believe in official congrats is in order because I am now a premium subscriber. <laughs> yes, God, honestly and truly. So now I have y'all pinned on my taskbar at work. Can I really love the premium content? Oh, wait, I can I really love the premium content oh i think she and i really love the premium content y'all right y'all do a lot and i'm here for all the content to listen to during the times with these white folks is paying me hey you know if you can figure a way out in the system you can we're still having issues with the rss thing um well i, I kind of basically just freed it up for the premium the main feed and the archive feed so you know you can listen to it that way but yeah still got to still waiting on uh these people to get back to me or i gotta come up with a new 
alternative to what we have which is you know possibility um that we're looking into mm-hmm. but we'll get everything back yeah, clicking we'll keep, we'll keep y'all informed you can so that you can get back to your separate feeds and update those and all yeah, that stuff for people to listen to the apps as of now uh please continue to listen through the site yeah yeah the site is always available no matter what uh so i am so happy to tell you guys i expect my i i, I expect my new member handbook in the mail and my new member class schedule to my fellow listeners who don't have the complexion for the protection and have yet to subscribe what are you waiting on because in trump's america this is our daily dose of negro spirituals that we need (laughs) (laughs) i thought about starting the podcast that wednesday with uh negro spiritual like like welcome to the blackout tips and in the background it's gonna be like wait in the water (laughs) the whole time but i was like nope nah this yeah. is america can't be sad God's gonna the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh we had comments on the website episode 1321 uh sasha says regarding the hashtag million white woman march which was i believe the title for this episode no the title of this episode was 100 percent of trump voters are deplorable yeah mm-hmm. still stand behind it yes, um um regarding the hashtag million white woman march they are the exact people who should be doing this work so i can't distract from the from it in good conscience for too long they have been sitting back and expecting black and brown people to fight for the progress they need to step up too um sure you don't have to make these jokes but i'm going to uh especially after they didn't show up at the ballot box so come on it it is what it is Mm -hmm. like okay cool you in the streets and now you gotta get these jokes too because go get your people you know that's just part of the game go get your people not my people right particularly black women we voted at like 97 94 percent so my it's not my problem to fix right i'm cool with it uh but yeah you don't have to listen just because me and karen getting these jokes in doesn't mean you have to like them or get in either you know it's to to me i i think i wish you know i i mean i would hope that over this these years that we've done this we get a little bit of leeway with the comedy and stuff that we do but you know i know not everything's funny to y'all but i don't want to do a serious ass show where i can't make jokes about these white women and they uh pumpkin spice signs uh it won't be fun so mm-hmm you know they're gonna get out there we're gonna make jokes about white women marching and then we're gonna you know hopefully they'll actually get something done i don't know what they can do but hopefully they can do they'll get something done with with the protest yeah like i said i, I don't mind them protesting you can go protest have a good time uh i think for me it's one of those things where and, and it doesn't matter who wants to join and wants to protest but i do think that black women had a right to be like ah fuck y'all you know we side on them white people anyway because like i said the voting booth that's the only demographic that actually voted for trump so yeah you're gonna get side-eyed no matter what mm-hmm. um all right uh dasman writes in a lot of older damn what up Daz? long time no see i know sweetie a lot of the older black people i've encountered since the election have been blaming obama for not doing quote-unquote enough and that god is going to work through trump god is in control uh yeah okay i get that different people had their coping mechanisms and that i should just let them have it but i find these sentiments disheartening and basically just burying their heads in the sand mm-hmm. yeah it is what it is older black people not i mean they've they've had their time on this earth they don't want to spend the rest of their life fighting 
right you know like shit it's time to retire it's easier just to say god gonna take care of it and not do shit you know as far as uh obama not doing enough well y'all will see when this shit is undone if that felt like not enough for you come on when uh <laughs> when all when this shit is repealed right when shit start getting repealed start getting stripped you know a lot of these older people that's telling you god gonna handle it a lot of them on medicaid if they're in the united states and medicaid medicare even a lot of these white folks talking about give them a chance you know these older white folks they're on medicaid they're on medicare they're head of households there's <laughs> a lot of single white moms out there that's going to be affected by some of these tax plans he's proposing to so you know we'll we'll see if obama quote unquote did do enough uh once uh the shit that people are right now taking for granted you don't have anymore and the poll was a simple one should we give trump a chance yes no or i mean we kind of don't have a choice uh four wait five point about five percent five and a half percent say yes we should give them a chance Mm -mm. uh 38 percent say basically we don't have a choice basically so what what does that mean you know and no says 56 percent of the chance uh i mean other uh audience what would you uh what would you say karen no no chance no fuck him yeah i feel like i don't understand what this means when you campaign for office for two years as an overt racist and then we go let's see see what he really thinks that don't make no sense that's the shit that has particularly on social media has been goddamn baffling me he has told us his platform what makes you think he's going to deviate from his platform his whole platform has been racism sexism xenophobic homophobic like that's been his whole platform that one time has he put out a plan laid out a plan told you what he's gonna do in his first 100 days he hasn't told y'all shit but he gonna make america great again that was his whole platform make america great again so for somebody that america has never really been great for them what the fuck are we supposed to thinking no no he's not my president just like a lot of these white folks when obama got in office well how not he ain't my president we didn't call him president obama and all that shit nope that is fucking trump to the end of time right yep fuck him right (coughs) (coughs) sorry we had episode 1322 uh million white woman march uh we had a couple comments let's see uh michelle says yes another episode that speaks the truth about the election i think it's interesting how many people are now calling for unity sorry if trump and his supporters are going to spend almost two years stirring animosity they get to live with the result for the next four years and regarding white people who act surprised when people tell them that the country is racist i have an old caribbean saying for them a monkey can't see its own tail All right. jackie says i love that and i'm gonna use it me too i feel like it's supposed to be said with an accent and i don't know how to do a caribbean accent nah not good y'all don't y'all don't want mine right Mm-mm. i guess bummer clap <laughs> that, that. that's my bump clap uh buck ravioli says i'm so thankful for episodes like this when Ryder karen have made a better made me a better ally you made me see where my thoughts and beliefs about certain things are problematic or just plain wrong thank you Ryder karen i love you oh thank, thank you, you. Babe. hey man that's what's up dog you know it's weird because sometimes you get a lot of shit from certain people that want to remain kind of either ignorant or uninformed or they just you know want to voice their opinion and, and some negative shit towards you and it's cool when people do say stuff like hey man this i kind of learned this thing from you you know because i'm i'm cynical and pessimistic to a certain extent and, and a lot of times i do feel like 
some days it is like man why the fuck do we even do this show like you have certain interactions with people and you're just like people aren't fucking learning or getting better or they're just saying ignorant shit back towards you but every once in a while somebody will say something you're like oh yeah yeah because some people they might not be the loudest people but they're like oh yeah i didn't know that and i learned that thing and that's how i learned shit was listening to different people's opinions and shit and coming away like okay i had not thought of that before um and still under the guise of you know being able to do comedy and stuff mm-hmm. michelle also writes one more thing i don't use twitter or facebook so this is the best week for me to share this enjoy and it's white fragility uh how to protect white people people's feelings in the workplace oh it's a five minute video but yeah i saw we've seen this before um at least i think i've seen it before um i'll play some of it i can't play it all though because it's so long hey jen i really like your hair thanks becky i think the curls are awesome black hair's the best ah can you not do that it's kind of inappropriate what why well it's kind of racist you're probably wondering what went wrong in this workplace interaction between becky and jen unless you have a keen understanding of racial discrimination in today's workforce you probably didn't notice that something very offensive has taken place jen called becky the r word causing becky to feel shame and sadness how can we avoid situations like this white fragility training <laughs> this is cut just like them, them hr videos white fragility training raising racial awareness of white discomfort with racial awareness workplace discrimination is a very serious issue and we have to be sensitive to our employees different ethnic and cultural backgrounds and just as it's important to be sensitive to our black arab and other non-white co-workers it's also equally important to be sensitive to our white co-workers sensitivity to that sensitivity can you believe that trump wants to build the wall i mean i must really bother you as a mexican actually i am bolivian how dare you i went to berkeley sometimes racial discrimination in the workplace can happen unintentionally take for instance this scene where marco accidentally angered tom by correcting him Marco may not be Mexican, but correcting Tom in that manner made Tom confused, scared, and hostile. This situation could have been avoided altogether. Let's see how. Can you believe Trump wants to build a wall? I mean, that must really bother you as a Mexican. Um, yeah. I love Mexicans. They're so hardworking. Yeah, they, I mean, yes, we are, we are great. Viva la Mexico! <laughs> Go! Crisis averted. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it goes. Crisis like averted. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, man, it's um, you know, it was it's it's good. I I I mean, I do think that um, that's become a lot of what uh, I don't know. It comes a lot of what uh, this election has talked about and the results and the fallout from it with the whole we needed to, to to reach out to these Mm-mm. like like they bamboozled americans like they just were mm-hmm. they just didn't understand what happened you know mm-hmm. so um so the poll was the million woman why uh march good idea or bad idea 
uh and sierra J was very upset she said what white women what none of these white white women did their research before picking up picking this name minister farrakhan and the fruit of islam created this to show black men uniting together and vowing to be better and demand to be treated like humans rather than treated like the cattle wrangle into a private prison prison system so again i say what bunch of white women titty feeding wearing patagonia dresses god damn oh so you said somebody's mad Woo uh anyway i guess she was with the 73 percent of y'all that said bad idea and not the 28 percent that thought it was a good idea so ah! mm. uh <laughs> for the record i don't know that all the women will be white i'm assuming it's gonna be pretty multicultural i hope uh i just thought whoever came up with the name either they weren't black or they weren't thinking about the connection the nation is because even if you were black you at least know the tertiary i mean you at least know the connection and to be honest um if i was throwing a march that was very pro-woman i probably wouldn't want to associate it with million with the nation of islam to be honest but that's not knowing your history but at the same time you know maybe younger people came up with it or maybe um i don't know there could be a lot of reasons maybe they thought we're taking it back i don't know uh so the next episode was 1323 toberone cheating because toberone been cheating on they they chocolate um we had a couple well six comments roger shibe or she i can't remember i won't say shibe um she i don't know shout out to the clown news totally had you peg as not lasting past two days after halloween the end of the clown news segment uh would have made me sad i laugh every time that honk would come on signifying your uh, your appearance on the show but look at you just like a champ you put that big red shoes on one foot at a time and made it to trump's america not only did you make it to trump's america but just like the whites showed their true nature this election you showed yours by evolving to be part of sore ratchetness now this evolution of going from just being clown news to clown news slash sore ratchetness i am not for this at all since i'm not a well-meaning white person i'm not a well-meaning white person who thinks wearing a safety pin is the solution to trump's america i will be wearing one of those flowers that squirts water and putting in the works to stop <laughs> the furthering of clown news and sore ratchetness this needs to stop not in my america Mm-hmm. i agree not my clowns Mm-mm. uh <laughs> uh coon fushis aka blake dante says hey rod and karen about nintendo i've been faithful to them ever since i was little playing my sister's hand-me-down snes i have yes. a i have a wii u and it's honestly the best system they've had since the 64 in my opinion it's actually way less gimmicky than the wii with the only gimmick being that you can play it without having to turn on your tv via the screen on your controller and a more complete powerful console with the with the power to keep up with sony and microsoft it felt like nintendo was finding a balance between hardcore gamers and casual gamers however the problem and i agree with karen here is the name and their lackluster marketing naming the system the wii u isn't going to sell well here no matter how good the system is Mm-mm. well also it feels like they're stopping support of it rather fast because if this was supposed to be their competition with the ps4 and the xbox one going over to the nintendo switch this seems pretty that's a pretty fast cycle for uh you know this generation of console yeah and well not not to go into the nerd off my thing about um nintendo is that uh their sales have not been that great like mm-hmm. the wii sold game busters that wii u did not sell 
did not sell like they thought it was going to sell uh a lot of people that make uh uh games and supporting things for the system opted out a lot of games came out it was like fuck you we you so a lot of people purchased it and everybody they have with you is not a child 10 and under so you have you know these adults that bought it and you know when the new gears of war or whatever the fuck come out you can't get the shit because they're like we're not making it we're not making a a completely different version for your system Mm -hmm. you know so um, i think it was hey they put like this i treat nintendo like i treat uh wb or warner brothers when it comes to they to their movies uh dc movies um it's one of them things but i want you to do well but you're not gonna do well uh a lot of times when it comes to uh nintendo uh because they don't have enough support and the fucking game price of the games never goddamn drop they're always high always high and that's another reason why i know about the system you don't have these specials you know how uh playstation and xbox sometimes they have these sales whatever like, hey we sold over many games now you get it for 999 and tell them nah this shit is still 5499 even though it came out five years ago fuck you you know so it's just one of those things where uh to me they hurt themselves and also i think too they understand their market and i think what they have now is actually perfect because actually it's pushing more towards portable because portable is not ch- portable is their lane all jokes that are not actually console portable is their lane because hand their handhelds handhelds sell now they don't they don't support those like they should but their handhelds is particularly overseas market not here in the united states particularly overseas sell like crazy so i think it's smart for them because you know what is less money to invest in a quote-unquote little thing to switch up than this to, uh, to invest in the console yeah and i mean i i just i guess i'm just sick of the gimmick of hey we got this new cool thing coming out and it's like oh cool maybe i'll cop that in a few weeks or whatever and then it's like it's sold out and it's like well are y'all either announcing these things before you have the numbers that you know would meet demand or are you saying we think demand will be blank let's purposely undersell it and then people will feel like really pressed to go buy this shit Not me. because you know and i mean but i think i don't know because snes snes i mean the nes classic uh that they were selling it was like 70 dollars or something it, it really didn't need to be it's like how do you put this out around christmas and not have a whole bunch of them it's like are you just trying to start some shit up again so i don't i don't i don't understand their marketing strategy but that's just me um so yeah uh maya b says well i'm about to expose myself once again for being the baby listener of the show i was born in 1994 um um, because i love these um special case that captured the nation tv shows because i was in my mama's belly during most of it when the people versus oj was on i was so mad my mom didn't watch it the reason why she didn't watch it she distinctly uh she's distinctly uh remember being heavily pregnant watching the bronco chase at work and she said she didn't uh want to watch a dramatization because she lived it anyways that's my unneeded 10 cents on the biggie and Pac show love y'all no problem no problem yeah i don't that was nothing there was nothing wrong with that it was, you thought we was gonna be mad you're not nigga what you young <laughs> are you listening to an electronic podcast on a handheld device how dare you uh-uh nah Use you technology. turn this off 
go to bed go to bed <laughs> well, we care about that it's cool uh, uh, nah i'm surprised when the old folks listen because you'd be like because if you anything like my mama she ain't got the internet so you know you seven and up i'm like hey you hanging in there yeah that was the weird thing about going to the dentist was they were everybody always asked what do you do what do you how's your job and i was like yeah i'm a podcaster what, what is that i was like it's like an internet radio show i, I don't know what what's what's what what did you talk about and now and this is right after trump one too i was like uh politics uh <laughs> comedy uh pop culture and she was like well I, I don't i don't i don't know how to even listen to that i was like it's fine it's fine because your ass right. ain't that that conservative ass old uh area that area of town having a i guarantee all of them was like trump we finally did it <laughs> they're gonna listen to this podcast and be like "Ooh, this nigga let's fuck his teeth up girl let's just fuck <laughs> all his pull them shits pull he gonna wake up with braces <laughs> knock him out <laughs> we ain't gonna clean all the plaque next right time. knock him out stick my titty in his mouth teaching a lesson suck these old titties um ain't that what dentists do when they knock you out is that no. is that not how it's supposed to go no i heard i heard i heard no. that sleep dentistry they they put things in people's mouth they don't want in there at any rate uh-huh. <laughs> dune dragon says <laughs> it's funny how society don't work that way because patriarchy you know like there's no female dentist that knocks dudes out and sticks her titties in their mouth it's, that's because that, then she'd be the you know you because then you know it's not true because if that was happening it's not that people would be reporting it, it'd just be a fucking line out the door full of oh, they'd, be like, they'd be like she has she uh is like she went from three days a week to she's open every day what is happening over there there would be it, it, the get up appointment would be like fucking buying hamilton tickets yeah <laughs> If there was a if there was a woman molester dentist that would be fucking hamilton it would be like man we who's your dentist uh sherry so and so but it's gonna take three years to see her i only get my teeth checked every three years because right. that's how long it take to see her but she i heard you pass out she stick a titty in your mouth <laughs> uh <laughs> like i come in drunk so i already passed out right uh dune dragon says remember how mj grinned at paul mccartney during the say 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 during say 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 jay-z wanted to do an mj with prince's unreleased catalog from the reports i heard at the time of prince's death they made the vault sound like there was twenty thousand produced tracks a million hours of raw recording hundreds of unreleased music videos as well as five movies including two sequels to purple rain 40 million dollars jigga please yeah let's see if all that's true because i mean two sequels to purple rain how the fuck would they have filmed that and nobody else knows about them until now like take so many people to film a fucking movie i don't know dog we'll see uh evie and plus the problem is he ain't have a will and a whole lot of people apparently are fighting over his estate so some of this stuff with the lawsuits and uh yeah uh all this it was stuff like we couldn't do nothing we wanted to because who yeah. are we to give you the rights to something that we don't even know who owns yet right um eve says i just want want to announce that i'm going to be selling safety pins to privileged white people i have some safety pins and a bedazzled gun so you can be an ally in style i'm selling them for 40 bucks a pop 30, 50 if you wrote in bernie on the ballot that's smart get these white coins uh and the poll was allies wearing safety tip pins good idea or bad idea 11 percent think it's a good idea and 90 basically 89 percent of y'all say no all right we'll see we'll see I don't know if people are really gonna go through with that. I feel like people say they're gonna do it, but they're not gonna do it. 
like this shit will be hot for a week and then people are gonna be like oh i forgot my safety pin at, at home and then that's gonna be the last time they think about it right uh we got episode 1324 you name it max says man i saw the you name it video mixes on facebook last night i was humming beans greens potatoes tomatoes all uh all day and counting them down on my fingers uh fingertips also tonight i was uh was such a great night of tv with both the black uh the black america since mlk and thank you obama for one night it feels good so good after all the dread of the past week let's go oh sounder beans greens tomatoes potatoes what ah! <laughs> you name it uh c chan says uh i've been a fan for a minute i found you guys through bomani and then later on i randomly found uh you during the game of thrones recap and on top of that y'all from north carolina i'm a native living wilmington so i was like yeah okay i fucks with these niggas anyway your podcast is a shit can't get through the work day without it i do have to admit though it took me longer than normal today because that you name it remix took up a vast majority of my listening time <laughs> that beat go hard as fuck in a car system mm-hmm. right anyways best wishes and best of luck to you keep up the good work and karen keep laughing yeah i was listening to that the, uh, the other day i actually made a clip for the show just you know sometimes we had technical difficulties we can just throw this on instead goes man mm-hmm. uh, eve uh says while well, i felt bad for the girl who was dating a racist um but judging from that video that dude was racist for a very long time <laughs> yes everybody became racism csi on that video it was like listen to his accent that nigga's from boston and he's been racist right that's right i read a follow-up story with her that she said she was a republican and just from my experience with young black republicans usually they have the special snowflake syndrome oh you mean to say still mm, i've heard of that uh i bet he said some racist stuff and other people and probably uh about other people and probably to her but she wasn't one of those blacks so she overlooked it right just like any abusive situation if someone says something bad against another group it won't take long before that stuff circles back to you it's a shame she didn't get out before it got physical but glad she got out and learned a valuable lesson but just because a guy would date you doesn't mean he isn't racist right just because he fuck you don't mean he ain't racist yeah that sucks man because uh i mean in relationships there's so many pitfalls and so many things to look out for and obviously it's an added element to every relationship is like you know especially interracial relationships you know with the history in this country like there's always gonna be that man i hope this person isn't racist or somehow perpetrating and then later on i found out they're racist like you know I, and i get it but um you know i i mean it's possible that um 
if, if she was like a black republican type she has some of those beliefs herself and it just boiled over with this election of donald trump and he's like how can you not be on board with this and then there's a lot of especially you know they sound like a younger couple especially young white people and white republicans and shit that um this shit energized them in a way they haven't been energized in before because white people are basically learning and hearing more about perspectives that they don't harbor and it's it, they're starting to feel encroached upon mm-hmm. even though all we're talking about is equality that's it you know it's what it's the it's the reason that you know white people say stuff like i didn't get into college because of affirmative action when it's like or did you not have the grades to get into college right and your I- assumption is i'm white i belong to co- a college i should belong in a college and black people are black they don't belong in a college so if you let any black people in you kicked me out that's essentially how white people view certain shit and yeah that was um you know some so so in that case like a person like that they don't call people niggers and shit like that typically but that's a racist belief it's when like trump wins and you disagree these things come to a head and now certain people feel empowered to be like you niggers need to go back to africa and you could tell the way he was talking he wasn't even really talking about her in Mm -hmm. his in his mind there was a clear distinction between her how he felt about black people and black lives matter and how he felt about her right it it was sad to hear uh and she says the you name it challenge is hilarious but i'm sure surly caesar says hog dog uh dog ain't eating shit at surly caesar's house Uh, okay um let me tell you something dog i would eat it because uh if she says she got hog dog lamb and ram she probably fuck a dog and some ram up you know what i mean like i tried once put some hot sauce on it right what if it's the best meal you ever had in your life and you now you like okay i guess put a little bit of dog in the greens and i just been sleeping on this come on come on she gonna slow cook it out there and that's what you what you call that a slow roaster Mm-hmm. you don't know you don't don't knock it till you try it is what i say okay uh anonymous says i agree with karen that at a oh wait ao says i agree with uh karen that at a minimum we should expect our president to have at least been student council president come on and i'll add that they should be smarter than a fifth grader uh the poll was is karen secretly emasculating rob by not wanting any of <laughs> by not watching any of the black girl shows <laughs> yes this is how black feminists get you <laughs> no it's not a plot 33% of y'all say it's not a plot. But 67% of y'all say <laughs> this is how she's trying to get me. Now, here's my thing. If it is a feminist, a black feminist plot on the black man, the poor, the king of the house, then of course 33% of y'all will be in on the plot and say that it's not a plot. So I think 100% of y'all <laughs> think that, that it is, no, y'all telling the truth. It's the plot. No, it's not yeah she trying to emasculate me y'all i promise i'm not i'll be over there with my pepperoni slice and cheese my new i got some new soft cheese mm-hmm. and i got these onion crisps that i use for for uh crackers now and i make like and i put this deli mustard on them i make like a little like you know some little food to go with my wine when i'm watching how to get away with murder mm. you know and um yeah i, I do feel emasculated y'all I feel like black feminism is out to destroy our whole family would you this. what are we talking about here shut up okay i'm tired of you women talking around me okay see black on black crime 
Mm-hmm. You trying to bring up them feminist stuff you, up to you, my face. You openly said you is a feminist feminist. Uh Barack Obama said he was a feminist, okay? And uh, you know, I'm no longer a feminist. I'm just a nigga that nope respecting women. Mm-mm. I just have a vaginas deserve respect. That's just my simple mantra right there. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope, you can't go back. Nope, you are a feminist. This is a feminist house. I'm a uh I'm, I'm a uh I'm a feminazi. I'll take it that far. <laughs> and we should kill all the men. Nip. Just nip. kill me last is all I ask. My nip. new feminist overlords. Uh, Amani says for episode 1325, Spencer is a cuck. Uh, Michonne rolled out of bed looking at Reek like he said uh, him and Spencer voted for Trump last night. <laughs> this nigga over here sleeping good. Got my black ass out here looking stupid. And shout out to Carl turning into what Gohan was supposed to be. He has Aww. no fucks left to give, and he was about to handle that pedophile touching his boot in it, but Reek called him down, called him down. He tried to let Negan know these are the bradest motherfuckers on the planet, and they still got too much fight in them to be over. Mm-hmm. Oh, not what Gohan should have been. Oh. And Negan not knowing they were the ones who blew up his crew last season means somebody definitely snitched. I guess we'll see next week if it was somebody at Hilltop or Inside Job, but something don't add up. Maybe it was even Spencer's punk ass. Great recap as always. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Imani. And the poll was simple. Is Spencer gone for good? Because he hopped in that car and we was like, hmm, the fuck he going? Uh, yes, he's out or no, he'll be back. 88% say he will be back. Mm-hmm. 12% think he is gone. That would be a dope ass storyline though if they just kick, like, just, he just drove off. And he just, like, you know what I mean? Like, he just never returned. Yeah, like even, I mean, even if it wasn't never, but just like three years later, he just was back. Mm-hmm. like something like that though or they found his body one day or something they'll just, i don't know it'll just be a cool anyway ev says spencer has been talking a lot of shit lately but he's the kind of guy who writes to check his ass can't cast spencer and his brother aiden are the donald jr and eric trump of the apocalypse hope spencer oh. joins his brother in hell soon does that make diana donald trump because i mean ah! i feel like she was better than donald trump she was a better leader than him uh we didn't get any voicemails this week um so but we did get a couple of emails uh to what's wrap this the, up what's the phone number 704-557-0186 just make the voicemail three minutes or less and don't be crazy and we will play your voicemail on the show okay. nerd geek ninja writes in hey kids only i mean yes kids only section hey rod and karen i hope you two are doing great this is about the story you read where the lady was upset about a possible kids only section on flights yeah the baby bigotry well, as a parent of a five-year-old, I think it's a great idea. My daughter has been flying with me since she was five months old, and she is, it has been racking up sky miles points since two. Well, as a parent of a five-year-old, I think it's a great idea. My Wait, I just read that twice. Uh, I hate sitting next to a crappy kid, intolerant adults, or creepy dudes who would try to get a peek at women breastfeeding their kids on uh, on flights. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet that happens a lot. It's weird, because I don't know the appropriate uh the thing to do when someone just pulls out a titty and starts feeding the kid in public because i'm not trying to sexualize a person obviously Mm-mm. and if we make eye contact i do want to give them the like it's cool i'm not one of these weird ass motherfuckers that's like trying to spy your titty or trying to be like oh how dare she leave you know like i'm trying to let them know i'm cool with the vibe i typically just try to like 
it's weird i just look away like <laughs> it's weird like i look away like as if somebody was like i don't know well no because if someone was pissing in the corner i'd be like hey stop I pissing mean, in the corner right. i don't I don't know i just look away like when the doctor tells you to turn your head and cough when they call you nuts like i don't I, like i like i don't know if that's the right thing i don't know if, the, if they're thinking that i'm a, like look at this motherfucker he can't even look at me like i don't know you know and it's even worse when like every woman responds differently yeah when you're like a waiter or when you're like in a situation where someone's like talking to you because mm-hmm. i mean it really should be a natural thing it is basically right. it's no different than pulling out a bottle and handing it to a kid you know but it's it's weird because like if you're talking to the person that's breastfeeding then i'm like okay so do we not talk do we do i i'm gonna look you dead in the eyes like mm-hmm. like we are soulmates so i'm gonna be in your eyes so much girl i'm gonna be in the back of your irises so we can't ah. just so you know this connection is real i'm right. into you and not your titties and this child mm-hmm. this is such a weird thing that we're all turning like children about but um yeah, yeah. they ain't like people ain't never seen titties before yeah and and you want to do that thing where i just don't want to be one of these people that makes it weird right you know where it's like he was staring at my titty the whole time but then he gave me a thumbs up so i don't know if he was on my side or not you know i just want to be like sure pull your titty out and whatever but if you got a uh a feeding section for children or like she said a section of the plane where this can happen it would make it less awkward it was more comfortable for the parents too yeah it seems easier Mm mm-hmm you know that way everybody back got the same purpose reason everybody's children yeah maybe that's it they pull out their titty and i'm supposed to pull out a cup like hey can i get some of that titty juice real quick thank you i'm a little parched i mean if you're just giving it out you just giving it out it ain't my fault and no, I don't need more like that. i'm gonna be right on world star getting arrested for some being a creepy titty drinker yes you are uh <laughs> that reminds me of that movie me myself and irene with jim carrey he was he they said well he went uh i forget what he what his crazy personality was i, I want to say it was like horror or some weird shit but uh when he went uh to like the evil personality and uh he went to the park and the woman was breastfeeding and then she looked down and he was sucking on her titty Jim <laughs> <laughs> carry man oh that dude was so funny all right so um the uh underrated movie too me myself and irene underrated them three black kids so good um uh so yeah she writes in uh uh i would be so grateful when i and my daughter and i i mean when my daughter and i would fly one fly with my husband or another family member so i wouldn't have to worry two seated by a kind or patient passenger who's understood that sometimes kids get antsy on a flight three get bumped up to first class where there are only two seats in a row anyway it's a hassle being mixed in the general population of adults i have oh a cat uh i have a hard time <laughs> sorry guys we on our back uh our, our view into the woods out here there's a little area where sometimes uh i think that's who's been eating in people's trash probably, probably that cat, that yeah. cat. Mm-hmm. all right y'all keep leaving y'all trash cans open see what happened anyway uh i have a hard time trusting people as it is with my kid but having to sit next to folks who may be a creeper is scary especially for kids who are flying by themselves i remember a story y'all covered a while back about a young girl flying alone and the guy sitting next to her was molesting her and no one said anything until they saw her tears yeah she actually um yeah there's an update on that story i can't even remember what it was i think he got arrested and uh like it's i think she has to go to trial or something but yeah i mean that's shameful you know 
um and they say incidences that are growing up and i'm sure with trump being elected there's a lot of people feel like they have the green light on that one or that grown-ass man who smacked a one-year-old because he believed the boy was older and he was playing in his mom's lap yeah you don't know my kid don't touch my kid who the fuck are these people that touch other people's kids i don't even like hanging around with other people's kids just in case like what if they trip and hit their head and then the mom walks in like what the fuck happened i'm like i I, I was just standing here you know like i don't know they kids um the frustration for parents flying solo with their kids is so real i'm tired of sitting next to folks who give me crazy looks at the frequency my child needs to get up and go to the bathroom or the off chance her ears start to hurt or she starts whining or crying and kudos to the parents who give out goodie bags to passengers when they're flying with their kids but hells no i'm not doing that we all have places to go i just happen to go with my kid yes i'd rather be in a section with other kids and parents because more often than not other parents understand well listen take it from me parents just don't understand Dun-dun-dun. oh i'm just kidding guys all right I'm sorry. No, no there's no need to worry Mm-mm. all right fine then karen Mm-mm-mm. uh shout out to the folks who were kind to me and my baby on flights the ladies who offered to watch my sleeping nine month old so i wouldn't have to wake her up to go to the bathroom the lady who gently covered me when i fell asleep breastfeeding on a red eye flight at all the people who've ever smiled or giggled with my kid when she waved or tried to play with them so yeah kid only zones and playing them all for sounds great thumbs up to mine i feel you i didn't have a problem when the kid was on the flights i was on but maybe we just had some good kids i don't know yeah and kids was fucking I, adorable to yeah, me our flights wasn't as long either yeah they wasn't long and the kids i don't know the kids were all just having a good time it's like going on yeah. the fucking ride <laughs> honey they, they, uh especially the first flight honey that that little girl was i mean she was super excited mm-hmm so uh robert writes in oh wait he actually goes by mac i'm sorry mac writes in uh just wanted to say that these cabinet appointments are beginning to make me beginning to feel like i'm listening to you recap an episode of the walking dead uh, <coughs> they're acting like negan having in this cabinet they're acting like donald trump is negan every former opponent sounds like dwight or rick to me all of them calling themselves negan <laughs> anyway keep up the good work y'all mac thanks mac thank you and yeah it's uh i don't know they all can agree on one thing and that is that black people need to calm down <laughs> that's that's the one thing i because someone was like maybe he'll go back on his policies i mean look at who he's appointing and i was like you mean white racist 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 and more racist so what can i'm sorry i said yeah white supremacists yeah Come on. like the racist twins up in here you want me to be celebrating that mm-hmm. racist twins activate mm-hmm. y'all must be lost your mind all right guys that's it that is the whole episode that's all the feedback tomorrow at 10 a.m our guest will be uh my man mike brown from the comedy outliers mm-hmm. uh, so can't wait to do that um, be fun. it should be fun you know we're gonna talk to them about black lives matter see what man, a young black rich if that don't let you know that america understand black matter these days i don't know what it is don't come at me with that dumb man my life matter especially to my there you go all right man we'll be back tomorrow Ah, until ah. then i love you i love you too